He gives his life. On Monday, the world stood stunned and feeling helpless as we watched the Cathedral of Notre Dame burn. Something interesting was in the crowds of hundreds and even thousands of people, the commentators noted how there was silence in the face of this, this beautiful work of art with smoke just kind of rising up to the heavens. The construction of that cathedral began in 1163, and it was dedicated in 1345. So that means for 182 years, it was under construction, which is crazy, right? Like, we're talking generations of people, like fathers who then handed on to their sons, who handed on to their sons, you know, etc. And you could imagine, maybe hypothetically, you know, say 50 years into construction, you go up to somebody and you say to them, hey, what are you, what are you doing here? And they might say, uh, I'm cutting stone, you know. And you might go up to a different person, you say, hey, um, what, are, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm building a beautiful cathedral that's going to give God glory and where many people are going to come to know his love. That's what I'm doing. And these people would give their entire lives for a big picture that they would never see themselves. And, and I bet if you even talk to those people today, you take that man and you said to him, hey, um, all that work, you know, um, it just got burned up. And I bet that person would say, I wouldn't change a thing. That I would still give my entire life, my livelihood. That I would, I would burn myself up Offering everything to God. There's something moving about seeing the offering of something beautiful. You and I, we we do it ourselves every time we stop and we pray. That there's so many other things I could be working on that are more practical. Maybe seemingly, I don't know, like a bigger benefit, so to speak than to take 10 minutes or 30 minutes or 60 minutes each day and to seemingly to the world do nothing but to offer that time to our God. I mean, that really, is that not our most precious treasure? Time? And to make that our offering that in a sense to allow God to make us into his beautiful temple. I remember when one of my friends announced that he was going to seminary, the biggest response, there's many responses like this was, man, but he's so handsome. I mean, like, he could ask any girl out and they would say yes, you know? Why would he throw his life away and spend it completely for God? Because he is the one worth spending it all for. Is there anything else? Is there, is there anyone else 
worth giving all for. In, in a sense, every priest, every religious sister or brother gives that testimony that he is the one worth giving it all for. Everything else just is, is temporary. But to give everything to the one who is eternal, like that, that's worth spending myself for. Like I don't, I don't want a mediocre life. I don't, I don't want to spend my life for something that just passes away, that's thrown away. That, that I want to give all for the one, for it, for that which matters. Jesus, the perfect man, shows us what the perfect offering looks like. is to hold nothing back but to give everything to the one who gives us everything. And he does it as, as part of the Father's will. Like, in a sense, he, he doesn't see the big picture. Like, even in the garden, you know, it's like, Father, I, I don't want this. You know, this is hard. Yet, I trust you, and I say yes, and I hold nothing back. The difference, though, maybe with Jesus, you know, I, I was just thinking about this. We had a, a Numenite speaker, I guess it was about a year ago, and he, he talked about this thing called the beauty wound. And the, the beauty wound is, um, it's like you, you see something very beautiful, but at the end, there's almost a little bit of sadness because you have to turn it off. So... For example, in a week and a half, when uh, the end game comes out, um, there will be a moment when that movie is over. And years of anticipation are over. Like, like I'm serious. Like, you can almost, predicting this, you're going like to walk out of the theater and people are going to be like, what now? What now? What now? You know, like the beautiful thing that I've been anticipating is gone. I, I went, I hiked um, last Saturday. I went with a group of students. We hiked the Grand Canyon. It's just incredible. It's overwhelming. And as we get up and we're walking out, it's like, okay, now we have a problem. It's like, yeah, it, we're done. It's over. That beautiful thing that we were staring at for like nine hours, you know, like, it's behind us, and now I go back to the ordinariness, you know? But, but here's the thing with, with Jesus. He, the one who is perfect and eternal and all-powerful, that, that he's infinite. And so when I turn my gaze and my life and my offering to him, that's a beauty that will not fade. So if I spend myself for him, because he is infinite, it will only get better. You know? It's like the, the day after, you know, we're in the NBA playoffs and stuff, you know, and it's, it's interesting because, like, as soon as the final playoffs game, or like the NCAA tournament that just passed, like, the, the moment it was finished, it was like, okay, now we have to start up for next year, you know? It's like, I'm tired, you know? Like, but... Everything fades. But when we give it all to the Lord, like that's the one that it will not fade. 
that it's worth the investment. It's the, the eternal treasure that we get to receive. And so Jesus, not only does he offer everything to the Father, but he offers everything to you and I. That Jesus, you know, Jesus could have come down from the cross. If you're the Son of God, come down from that cross. And the fact that Jesus stays there is because he's saying, this is better. That, that he thinks of you and I. That St. Augustine said that even if you were the only person on the face of the earth, that Jesus still would have died for you. That it wasn't nails that held him to the cross, but his love. And you and I, we're invited to receive that gift because every other gift that I try to receive in life passes. You know, somebody gives you a birthday present and then the next day your birthday's over. You know, like somebody gives you food a few hours later, you're hungry. A person comes into your life and then they have to go to work and they're gone. You know, it's like that everything passes, but Jesus, who is eternal and almighty, he wants to give us himself. And, and that's a gift that we can constantly receive. And that when I'm, when I'm in my dorm room and, and my friends went out and they didn't include me again, where do I go? I turn to the one who wants to give me himself. Then that person I really like and I ask them out and they're just not interested and I just feel like I'm worth nothing. That I turn to Jesus and he says, I want to give you everything. When I, when I study harder than I've ever studied and I get the grade back and it's like, shoot, am I, am I never going to be good enough? And Jesus says, I want to give you myself. This is the gift that will satisfy, that will never lack. That's what he, that's what he wants for us. That's what he, he says to us. That I, I choose to give all for you. I choose to go to hell. We say in our Apostles' Creed, that Jesus descended into hell. He's like, I want to go to the lowest place. I want to go lower than you've ever gone so that wherever you're at, I can meet you there and love you there. That Jesus says on the cross, I would rather go to hell for you than to go to heaven without you. I would rather go to hell for you than to be in heaven without you. That's what his love says to us. And this, this, this gift, it's complete. My job is to receive it. That's, that's, what's, what's my response? That, that this gift, this magnitude, like in the face of something beautiful, it demands something. You know, you see the Grand Canyon and it's like, I, I'm speechless. I take a picture. I, I want to hike it. I, it demands a response. I was, I was at the... Uh, Yesterday, President Chang had a, the President's Spring Forum where she talked and stuff. And I was talking to somebody beforehand, and she came up to me and she's like, Hey, Father, I want to tell you something. After hearing about Notre Dame, my 14-year-old son went online and he started a GoFundMe page to help raise money to help rebuild. That here's this person who I, I, don't, I don't even think he's Catholic, but he's saying that this that in the face of this, it demands something of me. That, that in the face of this gift, I want to give something. And the gift that the Lord wants from us, 
It's, it's nothing to do. God doesn't need our doing. God is perfect. God is pure essence, gift, being itself. That what he wants is to invite me into his being. He wants me to receive his love, to open the door, to let him in, to let him heal me, to fill me with the love that, that can only, his love that satisfies. And so Jesus, the king of love, offers everything. He gives his life. He gives his all as a free gift expecting nothing. Yet his love invites us to learn from his gift and to make one ourselves.